everyone, and welcome to Everyday English, helping you make the complex simple. My name is Laura Marshall Say, owner of Marshall Say English. I help professionals improve their English so they can present themselves to the world with confidence. This new podcast is designed to help you not only improve your English, but help you with your communication skills as well. Right now, people are saying a lot, but not necessarily communicating what needs to be said. How can you make sure what you're communicating is clear and at the right level of urgency? Stay tuned to find out. In the past, the easiest way to introduce change was slowly. This gave people time to accept the changes and to adapt to new ways of doing things. Unfortunately, because of the nature of the current COVID-19 crisis, time is not something that companies or governments have a lot of right now. Decisions have to be made quickly and then communicated to audiences clearly. And therein lies the problem. Let's look at a real case. Recently, the Guardian newspaper ran an article about an ongoing conflict between the UK government and the Travel Lodge Hotel Group. Apparently, the Travel Lodge houses homeless families um, as part of a government scheme. Long story short, Travel Lodge kicked out all of these families from their hotels when the government locked down the country because of the coronavirus. The government came back and said Travel Lodge shouldn't have done that. The hotel chain says they were just following the guidance. Now hundreds of families have nowhere to live. The government guidance says any hotel that is part of a government program to house the homeless, and this is the important part, may remain open. After the hotel chain began evicting residents, the Ministry of Housing sent a tweet in an attempt to clear things up. His tweet went like this. All hotels, hostels, and B&B providing support for people who are homeless through arrangement with the local authorities should remain open and are not affected by the guidance. They should remain open. Really, Travel Lodge needed to allow homeless families back into the hotel. That's the spirit of the guidance. But people and their lawyers will pick apart these things word by word. And this is where the message can get muddled. Part of the problem lies in the modal verbs used in each of these cases. In the official government guidance, it says that hotels may stay open. We use the modal verb may when we're giving permission. So the sentence isn't saying you must stay open. It's saying you have permission to stay open. A hotel owner could read that and think, okay, I can stay open if I want to, but I don't, so I'm closing. 
The Twitter update didn't really help anything. The minister used the modal verb should. He said, you should remain open. Should indicates giving advice or making a suggestion. It's kind of like when my doctor tells me that I should lose weight. Now, I know I should lose weight, but I have a great love for wine and cheese. (laughs) It's a suggestion, but it's probably not one I'm going to do anything about. So the tweet suggesting, even if it in a strong way, that hotels must stay open. But it gives the hotel owners room to ignore the suggestion in the same way that I ignore my doctor. In a case like this one, where something has to be followed, the only modal verb that should be used is must. The guidance should have read, All hotels must close unless they support the homeless and other vulnerable people, in which case these hotels must stay open. This makes it clear that there is no other option. Now let's look at the letter that the Minister for Homelessness sent to the Travelodge group to try to get the homeless back into the hotel. Truthfully, it's not much better. It reads, If you have closed services for homeless people today as a result of the measures announced this week, I would be very grateful if you could reverse these decisions as soon as possible. I would be grateful if you could. This is the softening technique I teach my clients if they're asking a colleague to do them a favor. Of course, If you ask someone for a favor, there's always a possibility that they will say no. There is a time to speak through the flowers, as my German clients so beautifully call it. This is not one of them. In case like this, you are not asking for a favor. You are clarifying an official position. And in doing so, you must make it clear that there is no other option. Instead, the government's letter should have sounded like this. If you have closed services for homeless people today as a result of measures announced this week, you must reverse this decision within the next 24 hours and allow these families back into your hotels. If you want to soften this, you could add, please accept our apologies if the original guidance was unclear. And just as an aside... I hate the phrase, as soon as possible. It's very unclear. My idea of as soon as possible might be the end of the week, whereas your idea might be the end of the day. Skip it and say when you really need something done. It will save a lot of headaches and misunderstandings. Before you communicate changes in your organization, determine the level of necessity Here are some suggestions. If you're giving permission, use may. Video calls may be scheduled between 10 and 2. If you're stating the ability to do something, use can. Video calls can be scheduled between 10 and 2. If you're making a request, use if you could. 
If you could, please schedule your video calls between 10 and 2. If you're issuing a guidance or making a suggestion, use should. Video calls should be made between 10 and 2. You can issue a soft mandate by using the imperative without a modal verb. So please, please schedule all your video calls between 10 and 2. And if you're issuing a strong mandate, use must. All calls must be scheduled between 10 and 2. Here are a few other tips. Number one, save the strong mandates for things that really can't be done any other way. Don't overuse them. Two, give a reason. Studies have shown that if you give a reason, more people will do what you ask them. For example, please schedule all video calls between 10 and 2 because that is the time our internet provider guaranteed best coverage. And three, remember to show empathy and thank people for being flexible during a difficult time. It really does go a long way. Being clear doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice being polite. Being clear means you won't hear angry employees complaining for months on end that no one told us what to do. And they will. Trust me. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for stopping by. What are your pressing communications or business English questions? Let me know. I would love to hear from you. Just go onto my website, www.marshallsayenglish.com, and leave me a message. And while you're there, download my free guide, Top Tips for Conference Calls. Never worry about another conference call in English ever again. See you next week.